Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. From the heart of the Carolinas, a voice of reason, an oasis of civility and humanity. I'm on a journey, the pursuit of truth, not just facts to fill the head, but also life-changing power to change hearts and transform minds. A journey of relationship, to connect to people of goodwill everywhere, to build upon civil society, to transcend tribal divisions with timeless values and love. A growing coalition of choice, not coercion. Are you with me? This is the Vince Complete Radio Program. And good morning. Welcome to our Friday broadcast. Christmas Eve Eve. How's that? Or maybe you could say it's Christmas Adam. I don't know. <laughs> How's that Christmas shopping coming? I have one remaining item I need to deal with. Hopefully that will be resolved today. We shall see. Don't have any exciting positive news stories, certainly in the political realm. And... So one of the things I can do as we see these temperatures plummeting, (laughs) maybe we can feel better by finding examples of how bad, how much worse it could be. Right now I have on my screen the place where my sister now lives in the sprawling metropolis of Richmond, Kentucky. You ready for this? This can't be right. But apparently it is. Minus six. Oh! Minus six! (laughs) No thank you. And I believe they were expecting one to three inches of snow. I think we can do without that. I was also noticing posts. A former co-worker of mine in Buffalo. They've been getting snow. Looks beautiful. Up there. They can have that. See, I don't mind visiting a place and enjoying the snow there, but when I am home, if especially there's a need to go out, uh, no thank you. Not interested in snow. If I can just stay in, oh, it's no big deal. No big deal at all. Also, the sprawling metropolis of Rochester, New York, where I was last week. They're expecting up to six inches of snow this weekend. I picked the great weekend to go last weekend. That was definitely the thing to do. Although I wouldn't mind if I don't have to go anywhere again. If it's just hanging out, not having to worry about anything, going anywhere. uh, It's beautiful to watch. And even getting out in places like that, when you have areas in the north who are used to dealing with snow, they clear off the roads, and everything goes on as usual. It's not a big deal here in the south. Everything comes to a screeching halt. And then you have the idiots who try to drive just like there's nothing on the ground. Of course, they do that in the rain, too. And we see the consequences. See, I'm telling you, things could be much worse. A lot worse. It's kind of funny, too. I have a friend who lives in Florida. And he posted this. All my friends are posting weather pictures. So I thought I'd join in. In his community of Parrish. P-A-R-R-I-S-H. How about this? 66 degrees. Forecast high today, 72, a low of 45. (laughs) And I sent a message to my friend here saying, I do not like you right now. (laughs) But my friend also adds, we're getting blasted tomorrow, supposed to be in the 20s. So this cold wave is far-reaching, and there are few parts of the country that will escape what is taking place let's jump right in and talk about this cold wave in fact uh we're going to have very comprehensive coverage of what's taking place and i want to hear your stories how you're doing how you're coping 
with these cold temperatures and the wind, that's the worst thing about it. When you just have cold alone, that's bad enough. When you get strong winds combined with cold, that is brutal. And it's even worse when you lose your power, which is starting to happen. This morning, we've learned at least 7,000 Duke Energy customers are without power in Mecklenburg County. By the way, just so you know, we're going to get to everybody this morning. Within the sound of my voice, we're going to talk about the conditions uh, both here in the Charlotte area and in the upstate of South Carolina. We have additional outages here in North Carolina statewide, a concentration of problems in the North Carolina mountains. That cold air mass is coming through Charlotte, bringing hazardous weather conditions throughout the weekend. The temperatures are going to plummet, according to the National Weather Service. They have issued a wind advisory and a wind chill alert. It goes into effect officially at 5 o'clock. But I think we're already at a place where you know and I know the chill is underway. Power outages may result from the heavy electrical load and from the gusty winds. This is a good time for those of you who have generators. You're all set. But it's a good time to make preparations just in case the power goes out and the conditions could be threatening for you. So already the power outages are underway and these conditions are not going to improve for a while. So it's very important that you are aware of that. Let's talk about South Carolina. We've got strong winds downing trees, causing power outages across the upstate of South Carolina and in western North Carolina. Here are the figures that we have out of WYFF this morning. As of 845, Duke Energy reporting Nearly 10,000 outages in Greenville County. 10,000. Nearly 6,000 in Anderson County. Nearly 1,400 in Pickens County. 2,500 Spartanburg County. And another 7,000 in Western North Carolina. So one of the things I just want to remind you to do if you've not made preparations already, now's a good time to get whatever you need to be prepared for the possibility of power outages and the supplies you need. And I'm sure many of you would like to, uh, if you're in a place to, to be able to stay where you are until Christmas Day. And if that's something that is feasible, it's probably a brilliant idea. And we also remind you, stay away from any power lines any downed lines do not touch them get near them those can be absolutely dangerous so this is the situation we're all in here in the carolinas temperatures falling strong winds today and concerns about more power outages as time goes on Many of you are hitting the road to travel. Some of you are taking to the skies. We're going to talk about transportation next. The impact this is having, because this is throughout the country. We'll address this and much more. And again, I'd love to hear what's happening with you. How you are coping with this deep chill. Stay with us. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. When St. Jude opened in 1962, childhood cancer was considered incurable. Since then, St. Jude has helped push the overall survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. St. Jude won't stop until no child dies from cancer. Join me today in supporting St. Jude by calling 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 to become a partner in hope. Your gift to St. Jude could last a lifetime.
like to join the conversations that we have here in both Carolinas. You're welcome to call us the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-938-1110, 800-938-1110, Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307. You can share your weather stories, but also your plans for Christmas. What are you doing? You're staying in, got family nearby, you're all going to come together, hitting the road, taking to the skies, whatever it is, I would love to know. Over on the text line, we begin here. I thought about this when I saw my rollout can had been blown over. I drive a trash truck. I'm out here chasing people's trash cans and trash. You would think they would remember us at Christmas. Please remember these fine folks. Please remember them. And do everything you can to make their job easier. Can you imagine what it's like? I mean, (laughs) you know how cold it is. You imagine being out there chasing down trash cans so that they can, you, you know this is automated. So what happens when you pull up to a trash can that's tipped over? You've got to get out and you've got to put that rollout container in place so that you can dump it. Imagine how many times you have to do that today. Just keep them in mind today and maybe figure out a way to bless them if you see them coming. Also on the text line, Vince, how I cope with this cold? Simple. I just read how these idiots are going to approve a $1.7 trillion boondoggle while we have to report every transaction over $600 and my blood is boiling. It should be. It's, we'll get to this a little bit later on, I promise. Vince, I had to move the stockings from the chimney with care. Then I lit the wood stove up so that my heating and air system doesn't have to work so hard to keep the house warm. Hopefully that will help. That text from the upstate. Vince, Merry Christmas. I hope you have a peaceful, spiritual holiday full of happiness. May none of your loved ones mention Trump, Biden, Pelosi, Schumer, conservative or liberal. In other words, I wish you hours of beautiful tranquility. Dean, I so appreciate that. That's wonderful. That is really cool. Because again, none of these folks, they're not going to be thinking about you. I can guarantee you that. They will not be thinking about you this holiday season. So focus on your home, your life. That's what really matters, right? Jim out of Easley says, I'm going to go set up at my usual place below Caesar's head and sell some honey. I've lived through colder temperatures. Well, good luck. Hope that goes well. Merry Christmas to you and your family. I wanted to talk about GMO and foods. What is the purpose for this? I'm a little upset about it. But I'm having a very good Christmas. Good. And I hope that proves to be the case over the next couple of days as well. So, we've talked about the cold conditions, we've talked about the power outages that are already underway, and I'm sure these numbers are going to grow today when you've got strong winds like this, and it's only going to feed into the other issue, which is air travel. It's kind of interesting, I pulled one story a few hours ago about the weather conditions, And now I've seen another one, which is actually worse. You know who's on top of this? UK Daily Mail. This is their headline. At least five killed on treacherous roads. More than... Are you ready for this number? This is astronomical. 12,500 flights canceled and delayed. As once in a generation, snowpocalypse begins to batter almost every state. Six governors call a state of emergency amid sub-zero temperatures and whiteout conditions. That's the headline from the UK Daily Mail. Five people dead in car crashes, Oklahoma. States of emergency in New York, Kentucky, Missouri, Oklahoma, Georgia, and North Carolina. Chicago and Denver airports will be the worst affected by the travel chaos ahead of Christmas. Chicago under a winter storm warning until 6 a.m., I assume that's over now. 
Well, no. Why am I thinking this in some way feels like Saturday? I don't know why. That's in effect till 6 a.m. Saturday. Three to six inches of snow predicted there. Denver and Wyoming. It's already started snowing out there with high straight line winds. The Midwest and Plains getting heavy snow. The East Coast, rain. This is the very dismal picture that is coming together two days before Christmas. Bringing this closer to home at Charlotte Douglas International Airport. And this is important. I remind you, if you have travel plans, be sure to verify those before you leave. And make sure you get there early. I trying to think which day that what was last Sunday when I was heading out to Rochester one of the things I was thinking I'm so thankful for TSA pre I'm, I'm almost reluctant to encourage you to get it because I don't want more competition in the line but I saw the regular line the regular security line oh my goodness that was that was way way out of control way too many people I think I got through my TSA pre-check line in about 10 or 15 minutes, which wasn't bad at all. That was last weekend. Don't know what it's like today, but it's going to be crazy. So far, more than 100 flights have been canceled at Charlotte Douglas. 112 flight cancellations at CLT. 63 have been delayed. The airport officials tweeting out this morning, officials closely monitoring weather conditions and travelers, as we mentioned, advised to check flight status before you head to the airport. Very important. 7.2 million Americans expected to fly between today and January 2nd. That's a lot of people. So be prepared for crowds. And I'm, I'm just being honest with you. Be prepared for some level of chaos because you're likely to find it <laughs> with all the people who are trying to travel and the delays that may result. And I would encourage you to be prepared as well. I think I mentioned this before. For those of you who may not be experienced travelers, if there is a situation, a delay or cancellation, whatever it is, it's because of weather. Keep in mind, the airline, most airlines will not accommodate you as far as hotels, that sort of thing. So if this happens, be sure you have a plan. It may mean staying at the airport. Not the best thing in the world. But be prepared for anything and everything. Because, as you know, with weather, everything is predictable. Coming up. We will talk about the treacherous behavior of politicians in Washington, D.C. They were so determined to uh, start their holiday celebrations. They basically flipped you the bird on the way out. We'll talk about what they've done and we'll name names. And unfortunately, some of those names right here in the Carolinas. Stay with us. Back on the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Oh, this is pretty interesting. What has happened on the text line? Let's begin here. This person says, buying a new car for Christmas. Elon Musk has ruined his company, not realizing who his customers are. I've owned a Tesla for about 18 months. It's been good. Not great car. But because of Elon's racist mega propaganda. For Christmas, I'm trading my Tesla for a new BMW i4. Racist propaganda? What are you talking about? I'd love to hear what it is you believe he has done. I, I This is weird. But we move on. This texture says, oh my gosh, it's global warming. <laughs> Ron also echoes that. Thank goodness for global warming. Vince, when this storm is over by Monday, will anybody be left alive? 
<laughs> Another texter, thanks. This is actually a person, who, I believe, who texted us earlier, the trash truck driver. Thanks for sharing that message about all of us trash truck drivers. I received a $25 gift card for Red Lobster this morning. Merry Christmas. Awesome. And hopefully there will be more. More blessings throughout this day. Vince, in light of this treachery that just happened to us with this omnibus bill, I have a question to pose for all constituents out there. Are we ready to get more involved in the primaries now? Are we finally ready for real change in voting these establishment coots out? Are you going to remember Tom Cotton's name in 2024 as somebody to not vote for? I hope he gets shut out worse than somebody who got rejected for a marriage proposal. Jeff, you're not alone. This text would like to know where in the Bible is the Christmas story. I think, is that Luke 2? I believe that's where it is. Luke 2. If I am incorrect in that, you are welcome to correct me. But I'm looking at Luke 2 right now. The birth of Jesus. There you go. My memory's better than I thought. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hmm. A tree and put it in your home. This person, the upstate, I don't know what this is a reference to. The past where he says, don't go in the forest and cut down a tree and put it in your home. That part. Who said that? Saying Elon Musk said that? Just curious. Vince, if Lindsay voted yes, because he's worried about the military, but Tim voted no, does that mean Tim doesn't care, or is Lindsay lying? Everybody's going to have reasons. See, the bottom line is, there's no reason anybody had to vote for this. Nobody had to vote for it. It's trash. From top to bottom. Who in the current administration is making money on illegal people and drugs? I think there are a lot of people. It's quite unfortunate. The unholy alliance of big government and big business, this is what we get, right? So they've passed it. You knew yesterday there was this potential snag with an amendment that was offered by our good friend Senator Mike Lee to try to put Title 42 in there, an extension of that to try to do something to secure our border, it was ultimately rejected. And we're going to talk more about this and who was behind pulling the plug on that. But let's talk about this monstrosity. $1.7 trillion, 4,155 pages. There's where you start with your senator. Ask the question, did you read the bill? It's a very simple question. This is an abomination. These things simply should not be done, ever. There's no excuse, and I don't care who's in charge, Democrat, Republican. You know what the final vote was? 68 to 29. Only 29 people opposed this. In fact, 18 Republicans voted for this bill. 18. The concern about a government shutdown is what is being used as an excuse for this. Senators rushing to vote on the bill before the terrible weather hit Washington, D.C. and keep them from returning home. See, this was another incentive. Remember Mitch wanted to get out of town? Chuck Schumer saying from start to finish, from top to bottom, this omnibus is bold, generous, far-reaching, and ambitious. What a nitwit. It's not everything we would have wanted. When you're dealing in a bipartisan, bicameral way, you have to sit down and get it done, and that means each side has to concede some things. No, you don't do this garbage in the first place, you nitwit. This is the problem. This is not the kind of legislation that our founders would have ever encouraged. So $45 billion for aid in Ukraine... Adding to the $66 billion we've already spent there, 
Isn't that amazing? Think of what could we have done with $100 billion in this country to help our own poor, to help our veterans? Scott, a friend of mine I've been talking with the past few days, dealing with some challenges. I've said this so many times, ladies and gentlemen. Who are we kidding when we're doing all of this global charity? When the real charity needs to begin at home. American taxpayers have given more aid to Ukraine in 2022 than Afghanistan, Israel, and Egypt combined in 2020. Just a few short months since the war started. The amount of U.S. aid to Ukraine also surpassed three of the largest recipients of U.S. military aid in history. A few Republicans tried to stop this massive spending bill. I told you about Title 42, Mike Lee. But, unfortunately, that failed. You want to know who pulled the plug on this? Schumer worked with Senators Kirsten Sinema and John Tester by crafting a side-by-side amendment to provide political cover for 10 senators to ignore Lee's Title 42 amendment. These folks are just treacherous. The senators back the alternative amendment for political cover to Lee's amendment are notable. Some senators who were up for re-election, including Joe Manchin, you know, and, and I'm serious, I'm ready to say this, Joe Manchin can go take a hike. He really can. This guy, he's back and forth. He's a chameleon. He can be the hero when he wants to be. And then there are times like this when we really needed him. He screws us. Sherrod Brown, Ohio, Tester, Cinema. Anyway, it's passed. It's done now. And I hope you do not forget. Stay with us. the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And we pick up here. Vince, please repeat the names of local politicians who voted for the $1.7 billion waste package. That is from Alan. They want it out of town so bad, let's make sure they're out of town permanently next election. Jim out of Easley says, my pup Roscoe's butt has a higher IQ than Chuck Schumer. You wanted an explanation since Elon Musk took over Twitter and allowed radical racists back on the platform. Hateful propaganda towards blacks, Jews, gays, and Hispanics. They've increased over 100%. He owns that. Let me just say something about that. I don't give a rat's ass what's going on in these, on these apps. I really don't. At the end of the day, People who are into hatred are going to be into hatred. No matter what the platform is. And we're not going to stop all evil. I, I just think it's it's really a fairy tale to believe that somebody's going to control something and prevent all evil, hateful, wrong communication from happening. That's all I'm saying. If you want to take it out on Elon Musk, you know, that's your right to do that. I just think it's silly. The real question is, do you like the car or not? Apparently, you're not too impressed by the car. Go ahead and get your BMW. The folks in the upstate will appreciate that. In regards to the person who said he was getting rid of his Tesla over the company owner's racist propaganda, I feel sorry for someone who has to have total political agreement with Everyone they do business with. If that were true for me, there's no music, movies, TV shows I could listen to or watch. Very few products I could purchase. Why don't you just do what's best for you? Let God take care of the rest. Boy, there's so much wisdom there. I promise 
That's a much better plan for long-term happiness and prosperity. That's such wisdom in that. Whole lot of wisdom. Vince, I'm blown away by how windy it is out here. Don't mind me, though. I'm just chilling. Ha, ha, ha. Hope you and your family have a very Merry Christmas. Or should I say, Merry Vincemas. <laughs> that is from Jeff. Have a joyous one. Well, thank you, Jeff. Same to you. So let's talk about some of the people involved in this treachery. You ready for these names? 18 Senate Republicans voted to pass this monstrosity. $1.7 trillion. I think I mistakenly said billion earlier. It's $1.7 trillion. Hundreds of billions in defense and domestic spending. Final vote on the 4,155-page bill, 6829, as we mentioned. You ready for these names? We have Roy Blatt, Missouri, John Boozman, Shelley Moore Capito, Susan Collins, John Cornyn, Tom Cotton, Jim Inhofe, Mitch McConnell, Jerry Moran, Lisa Murkowski, Rob Portman, Mitt Romney, Mike Rounds, Richard Shelby, John Thune, Roger Wicker, Todd Young, and last but not least, ladies and gentlemen, we have your dear friend and mine, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. You should also know that John Barrasso of Wyoming, Richard Burr here in North Carolina, and Kevin Kramer of North Dakota did not vote. We salute those heroes. Senator Rand Paul, Ron Johnson, Rick Scott, Mike Braun, outspoken against the legislation, arguing there was not enough time to read the bill. Legislation was simply rushed. Earmarks in the spending package. $575 million towards family planning. I wonder what that's for. And reproductive health including in areas where population growth threatens biodiversity. The creation of a new pandemic czar. Isn't that wonderful? $1.2 million for centers that support LGBTQ students at San Diego Community College District. $3 million towards the New York Historical Society's American LGBTQ Museum Partnership Project. 750000 for the Trans-Latin Coalition. Folks, this... Now, whatever you think of these things, if people want to do these in local communities, do it with local money. It's not just you that will pay for this. Your children and your grandchildren will get the bill for this. It's an abomination. Ten establishment senators helped to kill Mike Lee's Title 42 amendment, enabling this thing to advance. I told you about Kristen Cinema, John Tester, basically circumventing this legislation, the amendment. So keep Joe Manchin, others in mind for their treachery. This did not need to happen. Still to come in the broadcast, we're going to talk about the importance of your health and the risk of heart attacks this time of year. But first, for Faith Focus Friday, we'll talk about what's going on with church attendance and belief in God in general. That and much more as we continue. Stay with us. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Hey fam, I'm asking for your support. Help us raise money for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food so they can focus on helping their child live. By pledging just $19 a month, you're helping St. Jude give every child with cancer a chance. Help St. Jude save lives. Call 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 and become a partner in Hope today. 
From the heart of the Carolinas, a breath of fresh air, a voice of reason, this is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And that number, by the way, across the United States of America, one million people without power. And as I've said before, this is only the beginning. We've got power outages not only in the Charlotte area, but in the upstate of South Carolina. We gave you those numbers in the last hour. So I want to advise you, if at all possible, just stay in. Stay in, relax, and enjoy the company of family and friends. This is a good time to do that. And as I mentioned, I'd love to hear what you're doing. What are your plans for the next couple of days for Christmas? Staying put? Traveling? Entertaining? Whatever it is, we would love to know if you'd like to call in or if you'd like to text in information about what you are doing. The Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. And in fact, on that text line, if I can find it, it seems to have disappeared. What is going on with the text line? Let's begin here. This person defending Tesla. It's the only car totally made in America. Vince, it's time for lapdog Lindsey Graham to revert back to his liberal ways. Now the election is behind him. Can we vote that man out? It's a good question. Can you? <laughs> Vince, I consider the current usually unusually frigid weather affecting the country is nature's way of giving the climate change folks the middle finger. Actually, we should consider God's natural laws a Christmas present. That's DWG in South Carolina. For those whining about Musk and Twitter... Pointy hoods and lack of access to social media never stop the KKK from lynching their victims. Open access to social media sites like Twitter puts the haters on public display where we can all shout them down, shame them, and keep an eye on them. See, there's wisdom in that. Is it not good to know who these people are? They've exposed themselves. So that's a positive way to look at this thing. Faith Focus Friday. I want to first talk about, uh, we mentioned earlier the Christmas story, what is described as the Christmas story. I have to tell you, I'm always conflicted about this because at the very core, I do not believe Christmas is... A, how should I describe this? I would not characterize it as Christians. And I, as Christian, and I know there are a lot of Christians who see significance in the holiday. But I, I would just say I think that the historic foundation for this is pretty flimsy. I tend to believe that the pagan roots of this are probably more easily provable than connection to Christianity. And I'm talking about this time of year and the celebration. Now, for those who, you know, are into the idea of keeping, quote, Christ in Christmas and all of that, if that's where you are, go for it. I'm not denigrating you or trying to dissuade you from what you do. Let me just briefly, and I'm kind of speaking to myself as I say this, I'm a person who very strongly believes in the incarnation of Christ. God lives in Jesus. In the new covenant, Jesus lives in us. We are a new creation. We're born again. We're transformed. And this is a 24-7 journey. And... For those who ask questions about, okay, who is this Vince guy? What does he believe? Is he anti-church, anti-this? You know, I am pro-Jesus 24-7. I'm pro-Jesus life 24-7. 
manifesting that life 24-7. So days, events, meetings, those don't take on new significance for me. They really don't. Because the essence of the gospel is not about a day. It's not about an event. And unfortunately, in many ways, we have reduced what we've passed off as Christianity to just those things, days, events, meetings. And it's really about life. I say this as a preface for some disturbing things I'm going to share with you, a couple of stories on what's happening in terms of faith. And it's not good. Which indicates to me, all of us need to do some serious self-examination. Breitbart first has a story. Surveys show church attendance, belief in God drops in the U.S. Church attendance, general belief in God has dropped in the U.S. over the last few years. And the pandemic accelerated these trends. Church attendance dropped by roughly 45% since the start of the pandemic, the latter of which prompted various leaders to shutter businesses and churches for months on end. Further, a Gallup survey released over the summer found that belief in God sunk to an all-time low this year, down to 81%. It's also identified young individuals and leftists as the most likely to not believe in God. Boy, this is shocking, huh? According to this survey, most U.S. adults, 81%, believe in God. But while that figure seems high, it's actually the lowest percentage ever reported in the survey. Up until 2011, over 90% said they believed in God. The number has continued to drop now down eight points from the 89% who expressed belief in God in 2016. The previous lowest set in 2014, that was down to 86. When Gallup asked the same question, this is, this ought to tell you what's happening in our culture, folks. When Gallup asked the same question in 1953, 54, 65, and 67, 98% said they believed in God. Further, a report from The Hill found that roughly one-fifth of Americans do not consider themselves part of religion, which coincides with the percentage of Americans not expressing belief in God as well. December 2021 analysis found 21% indicating no religious preference, 69% identified with a Christian faith. A survey on American Life report, March 2022 found younger generations are less likely to adhere to a religion. Only one-third of Generation Z, 34%, consider themselves unaffiliated from religious groups. That figure decreases to 29% among millennials, 25 among Generation X, 18 for baby boomers, 9 for the silent generation. The American Survey Center also noticed a precipitous drop in church membership over the past three decades among those on the political left. And I'm, I'm just saying here, folks, this is not a coincidence because, and, and Rush is right about this, because to leftists, politics is religion. Left Leftist politics have replaced religion. And this is increasingly happening with our young people. We're going to talk more about this, and I'd love to get your thoughts as we continue. Stay with us. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. St. Jude treats children across the country and around the world, regardless of color, creed, or financial capability, because they're committed to love and care for their neighbors. Join me in helping St. Jude give every child with cancer the chance they deserve to survive. Together, we can save more lives. Call now to become a partner in hope. 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898.
surprised at all. The text line is scrolling away, ladies and gentlemen. Beginning here. This person says... Vince, you sound like you live your best life for today because tomorrow we may be gone. Things are more dependent. We are in science. It correlates with declining faith, a natural condition with humanity. That's interesting. And I think you should put the word science in quotes because I'm not anti-science. I am against the religion of scientism. That's not Scientology, that's scientism. Those who would make a religion out of things that human beings come up with. This person saying, Climate change and environmental environmentalism, the new religion for the left. It's happened in my own family. It's very sad. Amid all of this, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Same to you and yours. Vince politics has replaced everything. If you watch MSNBC, Fox News, CNN, or any other media coverage, regardless of what happens, it's related to being the left side or the right. Yes. And I want to be very clear about this. I've expressed the concern in recent years. Too many so-called conservatives. So-called right-wing people have become the very thing they've criticized on the left. Politics has become more important than the gospel. Just saying. 72 years old, I believe in God, fed up with organized religion in churches. Most seem to just want to raise money. I know they need to pay the bills, but they want much more. Unfortunately, that this is your experience. Vince, put Christ back into Christmas. How about putting Christ back in Christians first? I say a resounding amen to this. Of those 80% that believe, how many of them actually live it? Very good question. How many of those just go to church on Sundays, live like the devil the rest of the week? I bet it's probably 20% of the population that's truly dedicated all that other stuff won't make the bread. That's Jeff. You're right on the money, Jeff. By the way, we've talked about this before. An objective study on this very question found that when you distill down to people who genuinely have a Christ walk journey, excuse me, that figure comes out to around 23% of people in the church. Around 23%. And that's probably generous. You're wrong. It isn't just left-leaning politics that's replaced religion. It's the mega-radical Trump Republicans that's replaced religion. They have a new God, and that has happened with a lot of people. Who has spoken on this subject? Right here. I have. So let's not set up false binary choices. You need to look at yourself. Do some self-examination. Don't be pointing over at the other side and say, this is what they're doing, when you're doing the same. We all need to do this self-examination. One of the reasons fewer people may not believe in God, a lot of people accept the prosperity gospel theory to a certain extent. Thus, the better person I am, the more content, prosperous, and happy I'll be. As we accept socialist, Marxist economic policies and the overall prosperity of average Americans goes down, so will belief in God for those who are influenced by this theology. Uh Uh-huh. Just a sampling of some items on the text line. We also have this story. Grid online reporting a mass exodus from Christianity underway in America. It's less about hot button topics like abortion and gay marriage, more about the Cold War and the Internet. This is more of a scientific study of this. I think this is really intriguing. And I'm not going to get too deeply into this because this really does go deep into the weeds. The number of Americans who celebrate Christmas as a cultural holiday is going strong. It's been a shocking rise in the number of people ditching Christianity, what sociologists call nonverts. Pew Research Center estimates Christians will be a minority of Americans by 2070 if these current trends continue, and it likely will. 
with the largest percentage of those losing their religion being young adults who were about as old as that rim reference, people around 30 and under. It's a kind of cultural whiplash from religion to secularism that's hit the United States much faster than it has other parts of the world. According to Stephen Bolivant, theology and sociology professor. Bolivant, a practicing Catholic, teaches at St. Mary's University in London, the University of Notre Dame in Sydney, spoke to Grid about why Americans are leaving Christianity in droves and the demographics they're seeing. He has a new book called Nonverts, The Making of Ex-Christian America. came out in the U.S. December 1st. Boulevard made it clear it's important not to glom on all young adult nonverts as having one big reason for leaving the church. Each person has a complex story. We need to recognize the personal journey. The largest demographic of nonverts, young adults, will raise their children as nuns, people from non-religious families. A tiny percentage of nonverts return to religion. Nuns rarely embrace religion at any point in their lives. Pretty stunning, isn't it? Bullivant noted, it's not shocking young adults are the ones leaving at the highest rates. When people do nonvert, they tend to do that in their early to mid-20s. How many times have we talked about this? Young people go away to college. And you know what's happening in colleges and universities, what they're teaching. And to those who dismiss the trend as just young people trying something different who will eventually come back to the church, that's not what the data shows. Not only the percentages of adults under 30 claiming to have no religion increased dramatically over the past 50 years, other age groups are seeing rises as well. The trend toward atheism and agnosticism in Europe has been a slow but steady decline. But the increase in Christians dropping the faith didn't take off in the U.S. until the early 2000s. But the decline since then has been steep and quick. We're going to talk more about this is pretty incredible stuff. We're going to find out what he says is behind this. And I'd love to get your thoughts on this as well. As we continue our Friday broadcast, stay with us. Back on the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And I'm sharing the story about the mass exodus from Christianity. And I want to share just a little bit more about this because it's kind of intriguing the shift that this researcher says has happened really since the turn of the century. Here's what he's saying. It's important to note that it wasn't about an influx of secular immigrants or nuns raising throngs of non-religious babies. It was about Americans deciding they were not tied to any religion. Interestingly, while a third of Americans that identify as nuns say they're atheist or agnostic, the rest have varying degrees of belief in God, Christian or otherwise. Why is this happening now? Why didn't this happen earlier? He says you can't just blame shifting political views. What has changed? Three main answers. The Cold War, 9-11, and the Internet. He says if you compare the Cold War in Europe to the Cold War in the U.S., there was one major difference when it comes to religion. In the U.S., it was very much about Christian America versus godless communism. Whereas in Europe, there wasn't that religious sentiment. See, they'd already gone through this very slow descent into secularism. In Europe, it was okay to explore secularism a bit. Whereas in America, questioning their faith or going so far as to proclaim they were atheist or agnostic was not socially acceptable on a political, cultural, or religious level. It's also about who the atheist and agnostic influencers were in both parts of the world. In the UK... There are respectable establishment intellectual figures, such as the mathematician and ph- philosopher Bertrand Russell. In the United States, you have Madeleine Murray O'Hare. Remember her? 
He says she was fascinating for all sorts of reasons. Very easy to depict to someone who had been a communist who had tried to defect to Moscow and was a divorcee, which all made her sort of a social outcast during a religiously overtoned Cold War. The generation born after the height of the Cold War in the mid-80s didn't grow up with propaganda and blacklist fears. Now it's a safe space for the idea of a non-religious life to open up. When 9-11 happened, then you have the new atheism. Many prominent people coming out and publicly questioning faith in a higher being, like Christopher Hitchens, Sam Harris, Richard Dawkins. It became okay to reevaluate what you believe. This opened up a new non-religious space. And then you throw in the internet. About the same time, giving people access to communities of people who are doing what? They're also questioning faith. He especially saw this while interviewing ex-Mormons and ex-evangelicals. If you're raised in a small town, Texas or Idaho, everyone you know is some kind of Christian, you're in a bubble. Then with the Internet, you start getting support groups online with thousands of members, and it starts to erode the bubbles. And this, you also bring in shifting cultural values. Very interesting article article that also touches on some of the social and technological changes. What do you think about this? Does this surprise you at all? I'm not surprised. We started off the broadcast talking about the weather conditions out there. I think it's intriguing. Media agencies reporting a million people without power. You know a quarter of those? A quarter of those. are in the Carolinas right now. That is pretty significant. So I remind you again, please be careful. And this additional exhortation to you to be conscientious about your health. And I can speak this especially as a heart attack survivor. Boston Herald reporting Christmas, the worst day for heart attack deaths. Here's how you can lower your risk during the holidays. What an awful thing to happen. Christmas. But these deaths spike during the holiday season. Doctors saying you need to take good care of yourself. Be on the alert for heart attack warning signs. More people die from heart attacks during the last week of December than any other time of year. Christmas Day. The most cardiac deaths than any other day of the year. I had no idea. Second highest number of cardiac deaths, December 26th. The third, New Year's Day. What's behind this? More stress around the holidays, overeating, drinking more alcohol, frigid, wintry weather, not sleeping as much amid family gatherings. So what do you do knowing this is an additional risk this time of year. Take care of yourself. Try not to overeat. Don't overdo it with alcohol. And make sure you get your sleep. I'm speaking to myself here. Also be aware of heart attack warning signs. Don't ignore symptoms. Shortness of breath. Chest discomfort. A lot of people will want to ignore symptoms during the holidays because they want to celebrate with family. But you need to take these kind of symptoms seriously. Go to the ER or call 911. Pay attention to your own possible symptoms and pay attention to family members as well. Heart disease doesn't just impact elderly people. Younger individuals also get heart attacks. And women are just as likely to have a heart attack as men. Winter weather has been noted as a trigger for increased heart attack risk due to restricted blood flow in the cold weather. Boy, this is something to be aware of right now. Research also shows the biggest increases in these holiday heart attack deaths among people who are not in the hospital. This highlights the importance of recognizing symptoms and seeking immediate medical care. Don't ignore heart attack warning signs because you don't want to spoil the holidays. 
You know, it will spoil the holidays. You being dead and your family members not only mourning this holiday season, but forever remembering this is a time they lost you. That's certainly not a good thing, is it? So just an exhortation. Take it easy. Don't overdo it, folks. And also look out for other family members this time of year. Stay with us.